Well, grace and peace, beloved of God. This is Pastor Aziza Morrison, and I am saying good morning and God bless you. Thank you so much for joining me this morning for our Wednesday and Travails prayer and impartation call. You can meet us here every Tuesday and every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where brothers and sisters from around the country, we like to come together to lock arms to pray, to seek the Lord while he may be found, and to call upon him while he is near. If this is your first time joining us this morning, we are saying uh, God bless you and welcome. I pray that if this is your first time joining us, that it will definitely not be your last time. We are here every Tuesday and every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. We're just the people who love the Lord, who know the power of prayer, and know that our God is a prayer-answering God. Well, today is Tuesday. Excuse me, Tuesday, January the 19th. It's Tuesday, January the 19th, and um, we are just uh, persevering in the things of God and in the things that he has given us to do, the things that he has committed us to do this year. And I pray that you are doing the same thing. I have uh, come to realize as I have um, been intentional about um, doing the things of God that the battle really is for my time. The battle is for my, the battle is for my time. Um, With all that God has given you to do, and when I say all that he's given you to do, I'm saying the different roles that you have in life. Some of you are parents. uh, Some of you are taking care of your parents. Some of you have uh, roles in in your jobs, your occupation. Some of you have uh, roles in your, your church. Uh, some of you are, you know, uh, your aunties and uncles and husbands. I mean, we just have a lot of things going on. And in addition to that, you have your personal projects that you want to complete. There is always going to be a pool for your time. And so you're going to have to make a decision with every step throughout the day and ask yourself, is this more important than what I'm supposed to be doing? And so that's just a little tidbit that I have been doing for myself because things are always pulling. It seems as if things are always pulling me away from what I should be doing, what I should really be doing. And so with that, one of the guiding questions that I'm constantly asking myself is, is this when things come up or when phone calls come in and I, you know, you can time phone calls, you know, don't let anyone hijack your time. That's what I had to learn. You know, I have a couple of friends that are extremely wealthy (laughs) and they laugh at me because, you know, they're like millionaires and 
they want to call and talk to me all day. And I'm like, listen, you got millions in the bank. I don't have time to talk to you. You got time to stay on the phone all day. <laughs> and they, they laugh at me, but they get it. So you have to, you know, guard your time. What am I saying? Thank you, Holy Spirit. He told me to wrap it up. Guard your time. Don't let people and things hijack your time. You have things that you have committed that you are going to accomplish, and you have enough time in the day to accomplish those things. It's not that you don't have enough time. Nobody has more time than you. Nobody. Nobody has more time than you. All right? Some people are able to get more things done because they have more help than you. But what, with what you are supposed to be doing right now, God will give you the grace to finish those things, but you have to protect your time. Amen. And so I just hope that helps somebody. I you put that phone on do not disturb. If you have to answer it, you, you set a timer on your clock for however many minutes you're going to talk to that person. And when that thing goes off, you say, listen, I, 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 I got to go. You don't have to give them a whole bunch of explanation either. I've learned that I'm I'm doing that too. I don't have to keep explaining to you what I'm doing with my life and with my time. I gotta go. Amen. So I hope that I hope that has helped you all. I hope that has helped you all. All right. I just have um, one verse out of Zechariah that I'm going to read. I have just a little devotional um, that I want to share with you, and um, I'm going to I'm going to let you go. Now, don't forget, we'll be back here on uh, the, 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 we'll be back here on Thursday. All right, um, we will be on Facebook Live. I want you all to uh, make sure that you invite someone to pray. Oh, today's not the eighth, the ninth. I said today was the nineteenth. I I knew that felt wrong. Today is the eighteenth. Today is Tuesday, January the eighteenth. All right, Tuesday, January eighteenth. All right, one verse. Let's go to one verse out of um, Zechariah chapter 4. And I'm not sure, um, I'm not sure if there's any uh, background noise or background resistance. I don't know if anybody, uh, Pam, I see you're on the line. Let me know, Pam, if there is any um, feedback or like popping. Normally when I put this headphones on with this phone, this particular phone, for some reason, when I go back and listen listen to it, I hear a lot of popping. There's a popping sound. So I don't want to inconvenience your ears this morning. So somebody let me know um, if if there's uh, some feedback or some resistance. If you don't hear anything, okay, thank you, good. All right. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6 says this. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. And that, that, that's all I'm going to read. Not by might. Somebody just say that with me. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Often we talk about and I teach you the importance of spiritual weapons. It's important that you understand that God gives you spiritual weapons to have in your arsenal to combat the enemy. The Bible tells us that the enemy is cunning, which means that he is very smart, he's very deceptive, he's very 
deceitful. The Bible tells us that um, we don't want the enemy to gain an advantage over us because we do not want to be, and here's the reason for the weapons, we do not want to be ignorant of Satan's devices. I taught and I preached on Sunday about the necessity of discernment. Discernment is a necessary weapon to have in your arsenal to come back the enemy. What I want to talk about today and what I want to teach you today, brothers and sisters, is that our greatest weapon in fighting satanic influences, and whether that is in ourselves or in others, because here it is, as an intercessor, as an intercessor, and you are an intercessor, you are constantly fighting satanic influences in yourself and in others. You're fighting satanic influences in your children. You're fighting satanic influences in friends, in strangers. The enemy is always warring against us, and there are satanic influences within you. Now, I do not believe that as a believer you can be possessed by a demon. You cannot be possessed by a demon because you are possessed by the Holy Spirit. But you can be influenced by satanic influences. And so our greatest weapon in fighting satanic influences is our intimacy with Jesus Christ. Now, Jesus set us an example. He set us the living example with his life in constant relationship and constant closeness with the Father. Intimacy with the Father is our greatest weapon in fighting satanic influences. Uh, the Bible says that Jesus was always listening to the Father, always listening to the Father. He said it. He would say things like this. He would say like this in John chapter 8, verse 23. He would say, I say only what I hear my Father saying. I say only what the Father has instructed me to say. Jesus was in a intimate, close relationship with the Father. He was always watching the, what the Father was doing. He, he, he would say, the, the Son does not what he, the Son only does what he sees his Father doing. What, what does that look like? What does that look like for you practically in today? What does that look like? That looks like Whatever in your personal time, in your personal prayer time, and through revelation of Scripture, when you're spending your time with the Lord, and as God begins to give you insight into his ways, when he begins to give you insight into 
um, how he handles things. That means that when you are in different situations and when people come up into your life in different situations, you only do what you see your father doing. In other words, that's not what God, that's not how God is. I know that because he showed me his ways. The Bible says, this, brothers and sisters, the Bible says that Israel knows the acts of God, but Moses know his ways. Israel knew his acts. In other words, Israel was familiar with um, the, the, the miracles of God, the, the wonders of God, uh, the, 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 the presentation of God, you know. They, they saw the performance of God. But the Bible says, but Moses, but Moses knew his way. In other words, they knew the God behind the miracle. He, he knew Moses, I'm sorry, Moses knew the God behind the miracle. So let me say it again. Israel knew his ways. Israel knew his acts. But Moses knew his ways. So when God reveals to you his way about a thing and somebody tries to get you to be contrary, you can say, no, because that's not what I see. God didn't show me that. I'm only going to do what I see my father doing. And so Jesus, write this down. Jesus lived in absolute dependence on the Father. He, he would say things like this, by myself, I can do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is true because I do not live to please myself, but to do the will of the Father who has sent me. That's in John chapter 5 and verse 30. And so this is how Jesus lived his day-to-day life. This is how Jesus lived his everyday life. These were Jesus' day-to-day directives. I want us to be very clear, brothers and sisters, that his sight, Jesus always, his ways, everything was always lined up with those of the Father because he spent regular time with him. Listen, over and over again in Scripture, we see it all throughout the Gospels, and specifically uh, in Matthew chapter 14 where the Bible would say things like this, and Jesus withdrew and went to a solitary place to be alone with the Father. The Bible says that early in the morning, Jesus would arise before the sun and go away to a solitary place to spend time with the Father. I'm, I'm wanting you to understand, brothers and sisters, that Jesus has left us a pattern that intimacy with the Father is our greatest weapon against the enemy. It is our greatest weapon against spiritual attack. It is our greatest weapon against satanic influence. So, so, so let, let, let's wrap this up. So as you, as you begin praying for other people and as you begin praying 
for yourself, as you begin praying for your family, as you begin to pray for those as God will begin to put people on your heart to pray for, people on your job, people um, that you are coming in contact with, and then people that you know need healing right now. Many of us know people who need healing. Raise your hand if you know somebody that needs a healing right now. Raise your hand if you know somebody that needs a deliverance right now. And so as we begin to reach out to bring healing and deliverance to those in need, we are quickly reminded, brothers and sisters, and it it has to be apparent to us that we are not the healers. Somebody say that we are not the healers. Healing and deliverance do not happen because we are gifted people. We, we, we have to remember that it is not by might, that it is not by power, but it is by the Spirit. It is by his Spirit, the Spirit of God, that gets things done. God is the one that's doing it. It is the work of the Father. But we have to cultivate an intimacy So as we are cultivating an intimacy with Jesus, that is what's going to enable constant dependence on him, constant dependence on his spirit, because I want you to get it out of your mind that you are powerful. I want you to get it out of your mind that you are a powerful person or that people that you see are powerful people. It is, they are not powerful. They don't have no power. I need, you to, I need you to understand that. They don't have no power. It, it is by the power of the Spirit of God, and that only comes as we begin to spend time with him. And so this, this, this intimacy it's not a mysterious thing. It's, it's not a mystery. It's not mysterious. Some people make it out to be a mystery, but it's not. It does not have to involve a, a spiritual ritual. You know, sometimes people will ask, you know, how do you uh, prepare if somebody wants you to pray for them? I get messages all the time from some of you all. Pastors, somebody in my family, they're sick, and, you know, they want me to pray for them. You know, how, how, how should I pray for them? You know, how do I prepare for deliverance? And here, here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you, I want to say it, how do I want to say it? The, the, the key, brothers and sisters, is to try to stay constantly prepared. because. You're never going to know when somebody is going to call on you to pray for them. You're never going to know when somebody is going to call on you to come uh, 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 to their house or, or, or pray for them at work. You're never going to know. And so what you have to do is make sure that your day-to-day life is spending intimate time with the Father so that no matter what comes up, you will be ready. You don't have time. Listen, you don't always have time to go on a three-day fast. 
You don't always have time to, to, to run and get a whole bunch of scriptures. You may not have time to get to the lead intercessor. You, you may not have time to call a prayer meeting. So you got to, listen, here it is. You got to get there and stay there. This thing has to become a priority for you. So how do you, how do you prepare? You prepare by staying close to Jesus, by maintaining your lifestyle of prayer and consecration and intimacy with the Father. And so having spiritual authority is is, is in direct proportion to having spiritual intimacy with the Father. Our power, our power in prayer Hear me, your power in prayer comes from the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. I cannot stress that enough. Your our authority comes from 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 staying, I want to say it like this, from staying on good terms with the Lord. I want to be on good terms with the Lord. I don't know about you, but I want to be on good terms with him. I, I don't want, when I call him, because, you know, sometimes you call a person and, and, and then they just hit the uh, end button and they send you the voicemail because they don't want to talk to you. I want to be on good terms with him, that whenever I call him, he answers me because I've been talking to him all day long. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I've been doing the things that he, that he asks of me, that he requires of me. So when the enemy comes in, the Bible says, like a flood. The spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Oh, hallelujah. And so this is our focus this morning, brothers and sisters, that we begin spending intimate time with the Father, that we obey and follow the example of Jesus Christ. I say what I hear him say. I do what I see him do. And whatever he is requiring of me, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I know there are a lot of weapons in our arsenal, but I'm telling you, I, I taught this a couple of weeks ago. Remember how I taught, how, how, how the, the, the disciples realized that Jesus, there had to be a secret to his intimacy with the Father because while they were off playing, he was off praying. And they noticed that he would spend hours in prayer, but he would only take a few minutes to cast the devil out. Because because of his time in prayer, he didn't have to wage a long warfare prayer against the enemy. Because the Father was working through him and for him because of intimacy, because he prioritized intimacy with the Father. Brothers and sisters, sisters and brothers, I want you to prioritize your intimate time with the Father so that in times of warfare, in times of healing, in times of deliverance, you can open your mouth and pray and you can see results. Amen? Come on, let's pray. Father, we love you today. 
Hallelujah. We give you praise. We give you glory and we give you honor. Hallelujah. Our souls doth magnify you today. Yes, God. Our souls doth magnify the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. We thank you, Father, because you are a good God. Yes, you are. Hallelujah. We thank you this morning because we know that it is your goodness that leads us to repentance. We don't understand and we'll never understand why you love us so much. What is man that thou art mindful of him? Father, we don't know, but we thank you. We thank you for loving us in spite of ourselves. You loved us when we didn't even love ourselves. You've loved us when we didn't even love you back. Father, we thank you for being consistent. Thank you, Father, for being consistent in our lives. Because of your consistency, we know that we can trust you. Because of your consistency, we know that we can depend on you. We know that you are a dependable God because you have never changed us. Hallelujah. And we thank you this morning for your reliability. We thank you this morning for your consistency. We thank you this morning, Father, for being there whenever we call. We give your name, glory, honor, and praise today. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come asking that you would forgive us of our trespasses and our sins. Father, there are sins of omission and sins of commission. There are things, Father, that are in our hearts, Father, that would hinder you from moving in our lives. Father, this morning you told us to confess our sins. You said, Father, if we would confess our sins, that you would be faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. So, Father, this morning we confess our sins of uncleanliness. We confess our sins of unrighteousness. We confess our sins of dishonesty. We confess our sins of 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 stealing of stealing of your tithe. We confess our sins of theft. We confess our sins of robbery. You told us, Lord, that if we those that did not sow and that gave the tithe, that we would be like a thief and a robber. So, Father, we confess our sins of disobedience. We confess our sins of rebellion. We confess our sins of uncleanliness. We confess our sins of fornication. We confess our sins of adultery. We confess our sins of perversion, of masturbation. Father, we confess our sins. We want to be clean today. We want to be pure today. There was nothing that we can withhold from you. There was nothing that can be hidden from you. So, Father, the secret sins of our hearts the things that nobody knows about but you. Father, we bring them before you today. And we ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would forgive us. Father, cleanse us from the filthiness of our flesh. We ask, Father, that you would create in us a clean heart and that you would renew a right spirit within us. 
in the name of Jesus. And Father, we want you to know that we forgive those that have trespassed against us. Father, we forgive those that have lied on us and those that have lied to us and those that have lied about us. We forgive them. We forgive those who have mishandled us. We forgive those who have misrepresented us. We forgive those who oh, who who forsook us. We forgive those who walked away from us. We forgive those who hurt us, who disappointed us. Father, we forgive those Father who 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 did not do what they said they were going to do for us. We forgive those. We forgive those who misrepresented themselves to us, those who showed us their representative, but when we got to know them, they were another person. Father, we forgive them. We forgive those for for uh, uh, locking arms with others against us. Father, we forgive those who turned their backs on us. Father, as you have forgiven us, we forgive those who have trespassed against us, those who have sinned against us. Father, we forgive them. We release them. Come on, Zion. I feel this right here. Now, we release them. Somebody say, I release them. Come on, come on right here. I release them. If you, I feel led to take a moment right here. If you have a person that you need to forgive right now, we are releasing them. Come on, say their name. Father, I release them. Whatever their name is, I release them. I don't care how old it is. You know that you're still carrying it. Come on, I release them. I release them. They can't go with you any longer. Come on. That that unforgiveness, that bitterness, that anger, that it cannot go with you anymore any longer. Come on. Father, we forgive them. We forgive them now. In the name of Jesus, we want to be right in your sight. And now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to let you know this morning, Father, that we will pursue you above everything else. We want to let you know this morning that our time with you is our priority, that intimacy with you is our priority. We want you to know, Father, that we understand that our greatest weapon, Father, against the enemy is intimacy with you. And so, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we make a declaration that we will protect our prayer life. We make a declaration that we will protect our time of devotion. We make a declaration that we will protect our time with you, Father. Nothing will have priority over you. We put you back at the head of our lives. Father, where you belong. We want to be ready today, Father. We want to be ready, Father, that when the enemy comes in like a flood, we don't want to be trying to get ready in prayer, Father, but we want to be ready. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that as your people begin to spend time with you. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus that as your people begin to make you a priority, Father, 
I pray that you begin to reveal your ways to them. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you will begin to show us your precepts. Father David was after your precepts. He said, show me thy precepts that I may find my way. And so, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we are more concerned about your ways than we are your acts. We understand that when we know your ways, your acts in our lives are inevitable. When we know your ways, your blessings are inevitable. Your favor is inevitable. So, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we pursue you with all of our might. We pursue your heart. We pursue you. Father, as a deer pants after the water broke, so our soul longs for thee. Father, we pursue you. We pursue your ways over our ways. We pursue your will over our will. In the name of Jesus, we align our thoughts. We align our emotions. We align our feelings. We align our desires with the desires of the Lord for our lives. We ask today in the name of Jesus that you will live through us. We ask in the name of Jesus that you would stand up within us, fight against those that are fighting against us, stand against those that are standing against us, war against those that are warring against us. Stand up for us. Be our buckler and our shield. Be our very present help in the time of trouble. Teach our hands to war and our fingers to fight. Give us the language of heaven that we may be able to bind the hand of the enemy. You have given us a power and authority on earth that whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever we loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And so we bind the hand of the enemy that is raging against our sons. We bind the hand of the enemy that is raging against our daughters. And we release the favor of God over our family. We release the favor of God over our marriages. We release the favor of God over our children. We release the favor over God, of God over the works of our hands in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, that your blessing, God, that, that you add, oh, God, no sorrow with your blessing, that the blessing of the Lord makes us rich. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And you add no sorrow with it. So, Father, bless us and bless us indeed. Enlarge our territory. Lengthen us and strengthen us. In the name of Jesus, cause us to be ready for the tactics, the plots, the plans, and the ploys of the enemy. Cause us, cause us, God, to increase in our area of discernment. We don't want to be ignorant of Satan's devices. Open the 
spiritual eyes, God, of our heart, cause us to be able to see in the realm of the spirit. In the name of Jesus, we don't want to be caught off guard against the plans of the enemy against us. So, Father, now increase us, increase our discernment, increase our ability to be able to hear from you. Father, we make a declaration today that it is not by might, it is not by power, but it is by your Spirit, in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we walk not after the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof, but, Father, we walk after the Spirit. For, God, we know that the flesh lusts against the Spirit and the Spirit against the flesh. But, Father, we will not give into the dictates of our flesh, but we will obey that what we hear in the Spirit. And now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we bring this day before you and we lay it down at the altar of prayer. We ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would bless this day. We ask, Father, that you would breathe on this day. We ask, Father, that you will release your favor upon this day. We ask, Father, for your divine protection over us, over that everything that pertains us. Protect our homes. Protect our family members. Protect those that are connected to us. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that this prayer that we pray today will extend to everyone that is connected to us. In the name of Jesus, wives, lay hands on your husbands. Husbands, lay hands on your wives. Parents, lay hands on your children. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that as you lay your hands on us and we lay our hands on others, I pray, God, that your grace would be extended. I pray, God, that your anointing would be extended. Father, I thank you that it is you that causes us to gain wealth. And so, Father, we speak the blessing of wealth over our families. Father, we decree and declare, Father, that poverty has no place in the life of the believer. And so, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we receive the wealth of the Lord. We receive the abundance of the Lord. We receive the increase of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, Father, prosper us now. We thank you that your word tells us that you take pleasure in the prosperity of your servants. So, Father, send now prosperity in the name of Jesus. I pray today for supernatural increase. I pray today for supernatural revelation. I pray today for supernatural knowledge in the name of Jesus. I pray today for witty ideas and witty inventions. I pray God for the intelligence of heaven to be downloaded into our lives so that which we do not know, we will know by the revelation of your 
spirit in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that intimacy with you is giving us access. And so, Father, I decree and declare for every man and woman that is under the sound of my voice, I decree and declare divine access. I hear the Lord say access granted. Father, give us access, access into meeting rooms. Give us access, access into boardrooms. Give us access, access into new clientele access with new contracts access i thank you that you have given us access access into community development centers access oh god to places we thought that we do not qualify for father in the name of jesus we Thank you that intimacy with you is giving us divine access. Father, make us ready to walk into new places. Make us ready to walk into new doors. Make us ready to walk into new arenas. Make us ready to walk with new caliber of people in the name of Jesus. And let it all be for your namesake. Let it all be for your glory. Let it all be for your power. In the name of Jesus, it is not by might, Lord. Not by might, hallelujah, nor by power, but by your spirit. Ebanso, yea, God, work a new work in us, oh God. Work a new work in us. Somebody say that, work a new work in me, Lord. Work a new work in me, God. Hallelujah. Work a new work. Yes, God, work a new work. Hallelujah. Work a new work. I'm chasing after you. Hallelujah. I'm chasing after you. Hallelujah. No matter what I have to do. Hallelujah. Because I need you more and more. We're chasing after you. Hallelujah. As a deep as it's the water. So my soul longs after thee. You alone are my heart, desire, and I long to worship thee. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. As a deep, sing it with me, saints. Panted for the water, so my soul longs after thee. You alone, you alone are my heart's desire, and I long to worship thee. Hallelujah. And so, Father, we thank you. Thank you for meeting us in this time of prayer. Thank you, Father. Thank you that we recognize, Father, that intimacy with you gives us access. Intimacy with you is our greatest weapon. Intimacy with you enables us to pray for those who are sick, those who need healing, those who need deliverance. It doesn't start with us. 
Hallelujah. We're not powerful enough. Ha! It is not by our own might. It's not by power, but it is by your spirit. You are working the miracles. You are healing. You are delivering. And we give you praise and glory and honor. And we pray, Father, that the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart, we pray, Father, that they will forever be acceptable in my sight. Oh, Lord, you are our strength. And you are our redeemer. Let every heart that believeth say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I love you all with the love of the Lord. I want you to go back. Go back and listen to this. Get this in your spirit. Go back and read that. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. Get that in your spirit. Amen. That it is intimacy with the Father that's doing it. Jesus gave us our day-to-day directive. Spending time with him is the answer. Amen. All right. I love you all with the love of the Lord. We'll be back here on Thursday, 6 a.m. We'll be on the phone line and on Facebook Live because the Bible is right. When Zion prevails, she shall bring forth. I love you. Walk with Jesus today. God bless you. Shalom. Bye-bye.